the excitement of the West Virginia High School football playoffs continues for round two. He's went down. Kick is blocked. It's blocked and it's taken right out of the air. Racing down the near side is Cam Shallis with blockers. He's to the 40, to the Jefferson 30 and 20. He's to the 10 and Shallis is going to return it all the way. The number seven Spring Valley Timberwolves travel to Coburn Field to take on the number two Martinsburg Bulldogs. Kickoff at 730 with pregame at 630 right here on Talk Radio WRNR and WRNR TV on YouTube. Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis and Nick Verzellini. Welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix for your Tuesday, November 17th, brought to you in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. So happy to have you with us for this Thursday. Thursday? It's a Wednesday. It I'm already getting ahead of myself. It's The week not has seemed to go pretty slow so yeah, far. Yeah, I don't know. So it kind of feels like a Thursday, but it's only it Wednesday. Does. It really does kind of feel like a Thursday. Um, but uh, in moments, we're going to be joined by women's basketball coach for the Shepherd Rams, Jenna Eckleberry, as tonight they get their home slate underway facing Bowie State. That one is a 5.30 tip. We'll be there covering the game on TV 10 and WRR TV on YouTube. Uh, it's a 5 p.m. pregame show, so no replay of the sports mix on the TV side of things. Uh, but that game is against Apparently we have State a tonight. coach on the phone. And we do have coach on the phone, so let me patch that through real fast. And now we'll welcome to the program head coach of the Shepherd Rams women's basketball team, Jenna Eckleberry. How are you doing today, Coach Eckleberry? Good. How are you guys? We're doing good. Excited to uh, call some basketball for you guys tonight. You guys have a uh, big one against Bowie State tonight coming in. Uh, you guys are coming in 2-0. Uh, that PSAC M, uh, Mountain East Conference Challenge at Frostburg State. How did that go for you guys? You guys come in 2-0. You guys got a huge win on Friday night and a big win over Frostburg on Saturday. Yeah, it was definitely – it was just nice to be back out on the court. Our girls – really fought. I mean, we came out sluggish um, on Friday. The first five minutes, it was just like, holy cow. Um, but, you know, we have a veteran group, and um, they stayed together, and we just kept uh, kept fighting through, and um, you know, for three and a half quarters, I thought we played pretty good basketball. What was that like after a uh, year away from the game to get back on the court and get to see your team back out there? Oh, it was awesome. It was, I think the whole year we just kind of appreciated basketball a little bit more. Um, but then when we came back, we had the preseason and then, you know, regular practice. And it was just like our girls, we just needed, we just needed to start playing games. Uh, we needed to play somebody different. We needed to get back in a rhythm. Um, it was kind of nerve wracking because you know, we haven't had a real game in over 18 months. And it was like, are we doing everything right? Like, are we going to forget to put the starters in the book? Like all that kind of stuff. Um, that you know goes unseen but it was just it was good our girls really enjoyed it and obviously anytime you win um it makes makes life a lot easier we'll take you back to the beginning of 2021 you guys were able to have you know a couple games on the season three games total what was that like you know having those three games two at home in front of i'm guessing no crowd and you know just able to get on the court a little bit and have some kind of team activity yeah, it was it was nice. I mean, I think I think our girls definitely needed it because they were battling some, you know, mental health and stuff like that. Uh, I think the biggest thing struggle was that we got to see other uh, other conferences playing, like the Mountain East, and um, so it was definitely good in in that sense. But you know, our girls wanted a lot more. Like we were very we were very blessed that we were able to get three games, but. Um, it was kind of like a tease as well. Um, and we always like our home crowd crowds here. So we're definitely looking forward tonight in our home opener and packing the butcher center and just getting back to a little bit of normalcy. What, were you, what do you think were some uh, good things that you saw from your team in those two wins? And what are maybe some things that you still got to work on and hope to improve on tonight? Yeah, um, we're still a little rusty, so we can definitely improve on that. Um, you know, we, we have some careless turnovers um, that create opportunities for the other team. So we're definitely trying to limit uh, turnovers where they're just lazy passes and stuff like that because I think that our half-court defense is very, very good. So we don't want to give teams, 
an opportunity to convert on opportunities through uh, turnovers. But on the flip side of that, our transition offense, I thought, was extremely positive over the weekend. Um, we're best when we're, we don't have to set up a play and our, our girls can just make plays. Um, we, we're very athletic. Um, we want to run the ball and push the ball. So that was definitely a positive. And, you know, our big three that everyone wants to talk about, Abby, uh, Marley, and Sid Clayton, they, they came to play. They, they scored, you know, 66 out of our 72 points. So, you know, uh, uh, people can say that's a big positive and then people can say that's a negative. So, um, we want to get other people involved and uh, make it a whole, you know, team team thing and um, take shots that we can make. And uh, I thought our offensive sets and all that, I thought their execution for being uh, the opening weekend was very, very good. And you talk about Beeman, part of that big three. She was named uh, the other day the PSAC East Offensive Player of the Week just two games in, scored 24 in both of those points, uh, able to dish out total of 14 assists and nine uh and 14 rebounds total and was a perfect 10 for 10 at the free throw line you know doing all the things that she did in those two games 10 for 10 at the free throw line is you know what a leader does yeah and i mean we we go as abby goes um you know and i think that 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 just speaks about uh value of what what she brings to our team um it was also very cool because uh abby grew up 10 minutes from frostburg so she had her home crowd and um, it was just neat uh, seeing the crowd and get into it, and she got MVP of the tournament as well. And it was just it was just cool. I was I was happy for Abby, and you know the thing that is very good for me as a coach is that you know she's not going to make every shot, but she's such a competitor, and she misses two in a row. You know that third one's going in, and um, she just keeps fighting. And her leadership, she just leads by example. So <clears throat> very very fortunate and blessed to have her leading our team and um i'm excited to see what she does this year this Bowie state team they had some high expectations heading into the year uh didn't get off to the best of starts but we're really in that game just one bad quarter against shippensburg a team you're familiar with so what do you see out of them and uh, what kind of challenge do they provide for you guys tonight yeah we we scheduled these next three games uh thinking we were going to be a championship team we want you know, with Bowie, Lincoln, and Virginia Union coming up, they both made – they all three made the NCAA tournament in 1920. So Bowie is, is a very, very good team. Um, you know, I watched that game in Shippingsburg, and, you know, it was first game of the year for them in, you know, 18 months as well. So they had they had that one bad quarter, but you take that out. They play, competed with a Shippingsburg team that was picked to win our league. And, um, you know, they're very physical uh, they they play zone. They play they press back to a two three zone. So, you know, going into this this game, you know, if we're jacking up threes and living and die by the three, I'm hoping we're making them. So our whole whole thought process is let's let's still get the ball inside. Let's still drive against the zone. Um, but we're going to try to speed up the game because um, we're best with that. But um, they're definitely a very very well coached team. They're going to drive on us. Uh, they play a lot of one-on-one, and um, their girls are really good at getting to the hoop. So hopefully we stay a little bit disciplined and, you know, don't foul and bail them out on their drives and play shell defense. And obviously in the years past we've had some struggles with um, getting some defensive boards. So uh, transition defense and um, offensive rebounds limited by Bowie, I think that's the two big keys for tonight. And um, But there are definitely – really good game or team and we're looking forward to, to competing and looking at your team and the lineup that you've put out both games you you start a freshman megan shipley uh, from maryland she played 47 minutes between both games w- what does it say about her ability as a freshman coming in and getting the start in both the first two games she she's she's such a competitor she works she has such great at work ethic like i wish you guys could see her every single day in practice and you know, the best thing with Megan is on Friday, the very first time she touched the ball, she turned it over. Um, and we kind of expected it and all that, but the next the next time she got the ball, she made an awesome play. So, you know, as a freshman, and she in Maryland basketball didn't play, so she's, she's been off for 18 months as well. So, um, you know, with her, she's going to make mistakes. She's going to have some growing pains, um, but she is one heck of a, uh, a competitor. She works her butt off and you're going to see her skill level. She can drive. She can get to the hoop. Um, she's a great defender. Uh, we're really excited about her. But she just, she just competes. She just she just shows great attitude and goes out and does everything that you ask. 
Is there anyone uh, on your team that maybe hasn't shown it yet, but you think uh, toward the end of the season could be you know really key contributor for you guys that maybe people weren't expecting? Yeah, I think um, you know Mackenzie for you. She played a little bit over the weekend. Um, you know, she is a great spark off the bench with as far as scoring um, and shooting. So uh, she's a little she's small. She's about my size, but she comes in and she's fiery. Um, I don't think she played her best games over the weekend. And we got a couple, another freshman um, that didn't see time that has been doing wonderful in practice. And, you know, I don't think she's quite there yet, but she's very, very athletic. And um, I definitely think down the road she's going to be someone to keep an eye on as well. Um, but, you know, I thought we did, had some great contribution off the bench with Kara Miner, Maddie White. So we, we got some pieces in place off the bench that makes us very deep, um, and we're not missing much whenever they come in off the bench. Um, so we're very excited. Um, hopefully you guys can see that tonight, uh, but who knows? <laughs> and we, we talked about you know your team not being able to play much last year and just the PSAC not having that season. Uh, you know, having two games and some of your team that was that were freshmen last year, they obviously got to play two games, but they obviously didn't get a lot of experience. So they're coming in as sophomores, but not really a lot of experience sophomore-wise. Yeah, and we, I mean, we, de- we definitely – uh, see that they're freshmen on the court. Like we're all hoping that they they those sophomores use their extra year, so they're pretty much freshmen as well. Um, sophomore in the classroom, but yeah, we're we're very inexperienced in some of those positions. But you know, just thinking on Mackenzie, she she's won three state championships in high school. So you know, they 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 played good programs. They all come from good programs. They played high minutes. They've been stars on their team. So. Um, it's more them understanding their role than um, if they're necessarily ready. And, you know, we know they're going to make mistakes, but what do they do to make the next best play? So um, we definitely understand um, the growing pains with it, but um, this is college basketball, and they're, they're great competitors. And I think you guys, uh, I'm really excited about the young core that we do have. All right, Coach. Well, thanks for joining us. Best of luck tonight, and we'll be there to call the game. Awesome. I can't wait. Thank you very much. That was head coach of the Shepherd Rams women ba- women's basketball team, Jenna Eckleberry. And Nick, you excited for tonight? Get to call another game? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'd be more excited if you turn my mic on. Hey. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, you know, this is a program that's had some success over the years. I think, you know, they got some really good players this season again, like Coach Eckleberry talked about. So, you know, it should be a good matchup. These are two good teams. I think Bowie State. While they struggled in that third quarter against Shippensburg, uh, should put up a good fight tonight. This should be a close game, and uh, you know it's good to see basketball again. Which for you, it's probably been a while since yeah. you, you've seen a game in person, or at least got to call a game in person. And of course, uh, you know North Texas, I think was the last game I did for Marshall. Um, so you know it's been a while, and you know basketball is one of my favorite sports, and uh, you know a good one to call. Let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll dive into a little bit more of this matchup and some other Shepard Rams stuff. That's next on the Sports Mix, this segment brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Camp Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. That's Parsons. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more, and we'll talk more Shepard women's basketball and more Shepard athletics when we come back next. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By now, you should With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. WVU Medicine continues to expand to meet the needs of our growing community. We're excited to offer high quality health care in the Shepherdstown area at our new medical office facility located on Route 45 West at 60 McLean Way. Services available at the new WVU Medicine Shepherdstown location include primary care, behavioral health and psychiatry, and specialty care. Plus, two departments of Berkeley Medical Center are on-site, lab services, and x-ray services available weekdays 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Make an appointment today at wvmedicine.org. 
The excitement of the West Virginia High School football playoffs continues for round two. Down. Kick is blocked. It's blocked and it's taken right out of the air. Racing down the near side is Cam Shallis with blockers. He's to the 40, to the Jefferson 30 and 20. He's to the 10 and Shallis is going to return it all the way. The number seven Spring Valley Timberwolves travel to Coburn Field to take on the number two Martinsburg Bulldogs. Kickoff at 7.30 with pregame at 6.30 right here on Talk Radio WRNR and WRNR TV on YouTube. It's time to think about Thanksgiving dinner. Johnny's has your main course covered with whole turkeys, turkey breast, spiral hams, carving hams, and sliced hams. Having a smaller get-together this year? We've got the perfect thing. Right now, get five pounds of Hatfield sliced ham for just $9.95. And don't forget about the side dishes, potatoes, stuffing, veggies, desserts, and more. Visit Johnny's in Chambersburg or Martinsburg. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this. Wednesday edition of the Sports Mix, November 17th. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini. Happy to have you with us. We'll have that Shepherd women's basketball game tonight. 5.30 tip-off, 5 p.m. pregame show on TV10, WRNR TV on YouTube. Not on the radio, so you'll hear the replay of the show on the radio. So if you're listening at 5.24 right now, uh, tune in on YouTube or on TV10 in on Comcast in Jefferson and Berkeley counties to watch that game and we'll talk a little bit more about this game that we're going to call tonight as Bowie State comes in here at 0-1 on the season that lost to Shippensburg uh, but that was a 73-59 loss on Saturday to Shippensburg getting uh, outscored 21-10 in that third quarter which was really the difference for Bowie State in that one because it was a three-point game after the first quarter and then both teams scored 17 in the second quarter and then Bowie State only able to muster up 10 in the third quarter. Yeah, I mean, that was the difference in the game. The third quarter, Bowie State shot just 1 of 10 from the floor, 0 of 3 from downtown. They did go 8 of 10 from the line in that quarter, but overall for the game, they kind of struggled from the free throw line at 16 of 25. Uh, struggled, obviously, from the floor, uh, 19 of 58, 32%. So, you know, this team definitely has talent. Uh, they were one of the better teams, like she said. Uh, they made the tournament in 2019, um, you know, and, and we're a good team. And they have good players, but they didn't really get a chance to show that. So, you know, I do wonder, could this be still a, a situation where, uh, you know, Shepard's definitely built a little bit of confidence back up playing those two games already and winning both games? While Bowie State's loan game was kind of a disappointing effort, and obviously now this is just their second game of the season after not getting to play a lot uh, last year. So Yeah, and I also think for Shepard, you know, playing the exhibition game that they played, we didn't even bring that up during the interview, which I, you know, just now thought about. Playing James Madison, you know, Division One team in an exhibition game, you know, you know it's not going to – the score-wise, you're probably not going to do pretty well, but – just to see where your team is compared to the Division One level is one of the reasons why you play those games, just to have competition for your team. And looking back for Shepard, that game they got outscored 25-9 to in the first quarter and then 18-8 to in the third quarter. And other than that, it was, it was relatively close in the second and fourth quarters. But those are, you know, exhibition games, scrimmages, whatever you want to call them. Those are things you look back on late in the seasons to see, to see oh, yeah, we started here. We had to play this tough competition. We're never going to see a team like that, but it's going to build us to the to the season. Yeah, and it's extremely tough, too, to come back after, you know, a year, year and a half off without playing basketball and then, you know, playing a full game like that. So to have that exhibition – under your belt and get a chance to kind of warm up whether it be getting back into just running down and up and down the court you know at full speed for a full 40 minute game opposed to you know what you probably were doing at practice I mean you can't really simulate that in practice so you know getting back on the court is certainly helpful for a team like Shepard and for Bowie State you know again I think they have a lot of talent I think they'll provide a good challenge tonight this should be 
you know, pretty good college basketball game. Um, you know, just looking at some of their players while they didn't have the best of performances, but uh, Harris for them, Annie Harris, she scored 16 points, uh, shot the ball pretty well, 5 of 11. And then she's really the only one that stands out in terms of a good complete game. But uh, I think you also Myers got to look at had Myers 10 points, had 10 points, rebounds, rebounds. But she shot four thirteen. So you'd yeah. like to see her shoot a little bit better. But again, this this team's cold. You know, heading into that first game of the regular season. So second game, they get a chance to maybe build it back up, and I think it should be a competitive game tonight. And you know, one thing that that uh, Coach Eckleberry said is three point shot. If you're looking at the stats, that's obviously the bugaboo for Shepard. They're just so far, they're just not doing too well on the season from three. Unless it's Beeman. <laughs> yeah. They're shooting 29.4% from beyond the arc, and their opponent has shot 31.4. But, you know, Bowie State comes in shooting 385 in that one one game, and their opponent in that game didn't hit any threes. Yeah, and, I mean, Shippensburg didn't need to hit it threes because yeah. they just <laughs> scored I mean, too They have teams. a really good team, yeah. and they're going to be one of the top teams in the region as they already are ranked i think fourth overall in the region so you know the raiders will definitely be a, a challenge later in the season when we get into PSAC play but again these are non-conference games so the results you want to get wins but it won't matter as much uh but it certainly is, is good to get off to a good start and have that confidence heading into PSAC play yeah, definitely. Again, that game tonight at 5.30. It tips at 5.30. We'll have the pregame show on WRNR TV on YouTube and TV10 on Comcast Jeff- in Berkeley, Berkeley and Jefferson Counties at 5 p.m. And uh, we'll have that game for you, obviously. And now let's transition to some other Shepherd Athletics news. As yesterday, a, a couple things came out about Shepherd Volleyball. Shepherd Volleyball played a big match last night at the Butcher Center, and they were able to sweep Westchester in the PSAC quarterfinals action for the PSAC volleyball tournament, and they will play Friday at they'll face Gannon at a, at 5 p.m. in semifinal action at East Stroudsburg. Um, but you know, over the last week, you know, a, a player for Shepherd that's really contributed extremely well is junior outside hitter Kiara Rackstraw. She was named PSAC East Offensive Athlete of the Week. Uh, she had 14 kills, 14 digs, and three assists in the five-set win over Chester, Westchester last week. She had 10 kills and 13 digs against Millersville last week. That's to end the week last week. That came out before the game yesterday. Yeah, I mean, this team's been great all season, 24-3 and three overall, uh, heading into this PSAC volleyball tournament. So, you know, they're, they're playing really good volleyball. Um, obviously, you know, a team that has a chance to win the conference, so we'll keep an eye on that and hope hope that they continue to play well um you know playing good volleyball though all year so not really a surprise that they've put themselves in this position yeah not a surprise at all as we uh you know look look to forward to where they are they'll play in that semi-final match on friday and i think the final match is saturday if they were to make it to that and then december 1st they'll get a they'll get the thanksgiving week off and that's the Division Two Atlantic Regional that starts on Wednesday, December first. So, uh, well, hopefully, we'll have uh, the head coach on at some point before that, if they're able to make it that far. Presuming, I, I believe they'll still be an at-large bid at that point because of where they rank, unless some other things uh, fall out differently. But Alec Hokestra, I believe, is the head coach, is how you say his last name, the head coach for Shepherd Volleyball. Um, now let's transition to uh, Shepherd Football as some more honors coming out. How many weeks now has it been? I feel like it's been multiple weeks that the Shepherd Rams have had a representation in the D.C. Touchdown Club honor roll. This is the third player to receive this award. I think there's been, I think it's been three out of the past four weeks, yeah. or maybe three out of the past five. Uh, so Ryan Beach hitting it this time for the Rams. Yeah, had nine catches, 140 yards, and a touchdown in the win on Saturday, 55 nothing over Clarion. Other players that received the D.C. Touchdown Club honor roll, Emory and Henry wide receiver Jermon Ford Jr. Uh, out of Suitland High School in Maryland, uh, Gallaudet linebacker Jacob Hartman, Rhode Island quarterback Kaysom Hill out of St. John's College High School, Monmouth quarterback Tony Musket out of West Springfield High School, Maryland receiver Chai Gosman Okanokwo 
I don't think I said that right. He uh, he got it as well. Shenandoah cornerback Quantre Reed got it, and Bowie State defensive lineman Jonathan Ross got that got that honor as well. But huge honor for Shepard, and Shepard will be back on the field this Saturday at noon to face Finley in the first round of the Division II football championship. We will have that broadcast for you on WRNR TV on YouTube and on TV 10 be a little bit different we'll have multiple streams for that game on the YouTube channel just because of the uh, the way the contract works for the NCAA yeah it should be a really good football game um you know looking forward to it been looking a little bit at Finley's squad they're eight and three on the season uh pretty balanced attack over 200 rushing yards average per game, but also over, I think, 200 passing yards as well. So, you know, they're a balanced offense. They'll, uh, they've they've came up short in a few games where they've been against playoff teams, but, uh, you know, they're a solid program, a solid team. Probably the most interesting, I guess, little tidbit of information. Uh, well, one of them. We'll save one for game day, but this guy – their backup quarterback is uh, Mike Vanderjet's son, who was a kicker for the Colts. You might remember Spencer, yeah. his uh, missed field goal against the Steelers in the uh, divisional round, but was really good. You know, he went 37 to 37. I think it was like 2003. Uh, so his son is the backup. And if you've ever seen the uh, Jared Goff video where he goes undercover yeah. at the Division II college, uh, that uh, his son is in that video because he was at the school, and I think it was in Colorado. Where he at the time before transferring to Finley. Interesting. And, I like uh, that, but and Goff bit of knowledge and Goff says to them, "Are you the punter?" Which is of course funny because of course his dad is the kicker. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, kind of interesting. He's the backup though, so we probably won't see him. But he does actually have one punt on the season. So <laughs> we will see him punting. Interesting. All right. Well, that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix presented by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store anymore. Camden Designer Bedding, outdoor living, family owned and operated, located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We come back on the Sports Mix. Uh, we'll talk a little more high school football as I look over to the Facebook comments. David Wood, ARM are going at it about some uh, predictions that they have. So we'll talk a little bit more about that next on the Sports Mix. In a long time Till I bumped into some of your friends Over there talking to mine Then you rolled in with your hair Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. Come ride with us and now ride more easily. Tired of hunting for the right change to get on the bus? Now you can use your smartphone to pay for all your trips when you ride with EPTA and get 50% off your first purchase. Text the word TOKEN, T-O-K-E-N, to 41411 for the download link and download the new TOKEN Transit app, which is available in the Apple App Store or on Google Play. Text TOKEN to 41411 and put the new TOKEN Transit app to work for you when you ride with us. Come ride with us. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Conveniently located at 440 Williamsport Pike in Martinsburg, Sunset Car Wash's staff specializes in keeping your car clean. From our famous three-minute cloth wash to our touchless automatic and six self-serve bays, we offer whatever preference you have for your car wash needs. If your vehicle could talk, it would say, take me to Sunset Car Wash. At Sunset Car Wash at 440 Williamsport Pike in Martinsburg. Locally owned and operated. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. 
Welcome back to this Wednesday edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Pui, Nick Verzellini, happy to have you with us. We'll talk some high school football as we get closer to Friday. We'll actually talk with head coach of the Spring Valley Timberwolves today after the show uh, for the pregame show on Friday night. Uh, Brad Dingus will do that this afternoon, and we'll have a little bit more to talk about as, you know, it's been three weeks since we would have talked to him. Yeah, and obviously, you know, his team probably heading in with a lot of confidence this yeah. week. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, knowing that they've won one at Martinsburg before and already beat Martinsburg this season. Um, so, you know, it, it should be a great football game. This is a very talented Spring Valley team, and obviously Martinsburg is one of the better teams, if not the best team in the state, when they play their game. So, you know, it, it's – it's going to be a really good game and we're getting into that part where that first round you know we didn't see a lot of close games i think we definitely see some closer games this week oh yeah definitely and uh you know starts with this i think spring valley martinsburg game is probably being one of the closer games of the week you know i would expect huntington to probably roll past george washington relatively easily yeah um you know the jefferson uh bridgeport game is kind of a toss-up for me but we'll see how it how it plays out um and then everything else you know is top five teams in the state so yeah definitely and uh you know we'll we'll talk with head coach uh for the bulldogs Britt sherman tomorrow uh you'll do the interview out there i'll be with you uh like we always do thursdays 245 at coburn field but uh you know looking at some other games you know you talk about huntington they, they might be able to roll over George Washington, they played, you know, back on September 17th. They won by, you know, 16 points, 30 to 14. So I think it'll at least be competitive a little bit. Yeah, it was close for a half. But as we know, George Washington's had some injuries. Um, They are coming off of a nice win over Greenbrier East in the first round. But I think, you know, now that it's in playoff time, Huntington might take it to a new level and, and really laid on George Washington, but but they could be close. I mean, obviously, those two teams are rivals. They're in the same conference. Uh, They know each other really well. They've already played once this season, so that could definitely help George Washington keep it close, but we know also that, uh, you know, the Patriots have had some injuries, and uh, Huntington's relatively healthy heading into this week. Yeah, they definitely are, and uh, we'll probably talk with Andrew Rogers again on Friday. Yeah, depending definitely. on his schedule, we'll probably talk. He's to available. Him. He doesn't have class on Friday. There you go, Andrew Rogers, play-by-play voice for the Huntington Highlanders. We'll probably have him on the show another hour and a half show Friday. Uh, we'll have Matt Perry on the Spring Valley play-by-play guy. We'll actually have him on this week, depending if he has cell service. I guess when he's making the trip up here. Um, but uh, let's talk a little bit more about that Jefferson Bridgeport matchup. We talked with head coach Craig Hunter yesterday. That will air that interview on Friday as part of that big high school football preview show. Uh, but we definitely, you know, learned some things from him in that interview yesterday. Uh, obviously, this Jefferson team has not uh, had to have a Saturday game that's away prior to this. The, to uh, this week so they'll stay in a hotel on friday night yeah they're going on the road so a lot of that had to do with one they're making that trip down there uh, or over there to bridgeport and um they they're playing on a saturday for the previous week they felt like it was best to get the whole week off plus knowing that it's going to be a physical game you want your bodies rested uh, against a team like bridgeport that wants to run it down your throat so yeah, it made, it made sense because he was a little bit concerned about his team never having done that because they obviously they don't have playoff experience, but he was also like, this is probably the best thing for our team, and hopefully we can come out of the hotel and play well. Which is better than coming out of a bus Yeah, for, you know, two and a half, three hours, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, it depends on your team. I always feel like if you're the visitor, you got to make the best decision that you think will help your team. And if they had played maybe on Friday, then they play a Friday game this week. But since they had played on Saturday, they felt like that was the best decision for them. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I, I would agree with that as well as get some practice time in. Um, but we'll hear from Jefferson head coach Craig Hunter on Friday during the huge Friday show, an hour and a half Friday, 12 to one thirty-five to 6.30 re-aired. Uh, but now let's talk about this Cabell Midland University matchup, 10-1 and versus 11-0, and and Cabell Midland having to make the trip up to Morgantown to face university. That should be a pretty big contest. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, 
we have i feel like we don't know a ton about university like we pretty much know cavill midland at least a little bit um but like dave wilson mentioned you know university might be one of those teams that really has kind of flown under the radar because they play in morgantown so they don't really play in a big conference um but they're undefeated uh you know they got some good players and they pulled away in that game against woodrow wilson and looked really good so you know they're a team that i'm definitely uh you know keeping my eye on this week against cavill midland who's also you know a really good team they're only lost to the huntington highlanders uh they play physical football they beat spring valley um so they're going to be a run first game it's very similar to that bridgeport jefferson game in terms of styles of play uh and you know it, that should be a really close one i think it, it's one that university could prove itself to be a contender if it's able to win and cabell midland can obviously solidify itself as a, a contender i think a lot of people already kind of believe in them as a potential team that can make a run toward the state championship so yeah, it, it's it should be a good game. I'm looking for that forward to uh, keep an eye on that one. Yeah, definitely. While we got a couple minutes left in the segment, just look at the double A, the double A uh, playoffs here in West Virginia. Definitely, a lot of there were some some upsets last week, and you know, looking at these matchups, it's you know kind of not not even close to chalk as you look at the at really triple A, and you know, for the most part, except for one game in single A. They were all chalk, really. Uh, but, you know, you look at double-A, number 10, Roan County at number two, Independence this week. Uh, number 13, Frankfurt at number five, Polka. Number 14, Bluefield at number six, North Marion. Number 16, Fairmont Senior at number eight, uh, Robert C. Bird. So double-A playoffs are, are very competitive in the state. Yeah, it's hard to judge double-A uh, compared to triple-A, I think, or I should say that more double-A teams are able to beat the higher-seeded teams. And, you know, you just look at that almost every week. If you look at the scores in double-A, they're very uh, inconsistent of being, you know, upsets. There's usually an upset almost every week. So you yeah, see I mean, that a lot more. Um, and probably why a lot of people think triple-A should lower the number of playoff teams and, and keep it at the same at double-A and single-A because there is – more of an opportunity or at least more likely that a 16 were to beat a one opposed to at the triple a level and you know in double a 16 did beat a one last week as fairmont senior uh beat number one herbert hoover by two points 30 to 28 so a six and four beats a 10 and one uh but then you look at a team like independence at number two just completely annihilates number 15 shady Springs 73 to seven yeah, so, so you, I mean, you have high the school total football. opposite hands. Yeah, it's high school football. It's very unpredictable. Even when you think that this team has a shot, or maybe they don't. But we know Fairmont Senior too. They usually challenge themselves. So maybe their six and four record is due to playing some of the better teams in the state in the higher level, like AAA teams, opposed to playing just double A teams. Which, if you lose, you don't get any points, even if you're playing a really good team. Which is kind of tough for some teams but obviously six and four shouldn't be you know one seed well then the 14 beat the three as bluefield beat point pleasant 44 to 20 13 beat the four as frankfurt beat lincoln 21 17 and then uh number five polka beat number 12 liberty raleigh 28 to 6 north marion at six over the 11 64 to 14 roan county you know upsets number seven nichols county uh, Nicholas County, 18 to 15, and then the 8 beats the 9, 45 to 28. So it's definitely, double A is definitely a whole different animal. Yeah, and that's, uh, I think, pretty expected to see these upsets down there because it's more common. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, just glancing at single A, you, know, you had a shutout in there, 32 nothing with 7 over the 10. The 8 beats the 9, 35 to 7. 6 beats the 11, 40 to, 48 to 20. The 5 beats the 12, 18 to 6. Uh, the 4 beats the 13, 46 to 14. The 3 beats the 14, 45 to 6. The two beats the 15, 40 to 21. And then the upset Gilmer County beat number one Cameron, 14 to 19. It's just, it's it's definitely crazy how things work out in single A and double A. Yeah, and to see two 16s beat the yeah. one seed down there, uh, that certainly would be a huge shock. I think a triple A if that were to happen. 
I definitely would agree with you on that as well. And uh, we've come up on the last break of the day. Segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. We get back. We'll wrap up the show. We'll talk uh, Washington Capitals. Went to the West Coast last night. They uh, took a tough loss. The Wizards play tonight. Uh, and some NFL news coming out about a former Raven getting the start for a team up in New York. That's next on the Sports Mix. This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, We have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. The Shepherd University Rams begin the road to McKinney, Texas this week with a first-round playoff matchup against Finley. Cuts it back inside his own 25, cuts it over the middle. There goes Josh Gonterek, across the 40, cross midfield. Gonterek outruns the punter. Gonterek's got room, and blockers in front. He cuts back at the 10 and into the end zone. Touchdown, Shepard. Join us this Saturday, November 20th, for the matchup between the Rams and the Oilers. Kickoff is scheduled for noon with pregame coverage beginning at 1130, right here on TV10 and WRNR-TV on YouTube. Floodwaters can spread E. coli bacteria. Here's Bill Kearns from the Berkeley County Health Department about what to do if your well is tested positive. If it's just a one-time contamination, you can superchlorinate your well, which we have instructions at the health department they could call and talk to us. You're providing uh, an excessive amount of bleach down the well. Then you do a runoff to get that out of the system to get the bleach through your lines, get any contamination out there. You do a runoff of so long, and then you can have it tested again. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court in Martinsburg. Call 304-263-5131. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your Wednesday, November 17th, brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. And uh, we'll start things off talking Washington Capitals, unable to get the victory last night on the West Coast as they started their West Coast swing last night. Uh, They fell to the Anaheim Ducks by a final score of... What was the score? I think it was two to one. The final score, three to two in overtime, was the final score. Uh, Tom Wilson tied it up at two a pop to take it to overtime, and here's the goal. Two forty-three to play here. Caps get in the offensive zone. Janssen Fialbi from behind the net. His pass to the right side. Up top, near center point. Ferravari hands it off, and a shot. They score! It's tipped by Wilson in from the outside, and the Capitals have. And obviously, Tom Wilson, <laughs> I had an argument the other day with uh, with Rob off the air before the show, uh, why are you sitting in here finishing some stuff? And uh, he said, why would you want that guy on your team? Tom Wilson's just a big enforcer, but he showed it right there. He can score a goal at a, t- a big time in the game as uh, the Caps were able to take it to overtime. Unfortunately, lost in overtime, but they also could have won in regulation because they had a goal called back after controversial offsides where the guy was about a foot offsides. Uh, so if you know if a foot is a difference, then you could have won the game three two in regulation. Yeah, 
a, a problem for the Capitals this year has been you know winning these games in overtime. This is their fifth overtime loss of the season. So while that helps you in the regular season to lose in overtime opposed to in regulation, and you still get some points for it, uh, you know obviously in the playoffs it's a loss. So they're gonna have to try to play better in overtime. Um, which is kind of a hard thing to say because, like, how do you yeah. necessarily do that better? But obviously, you know, they've struggled to win some of those games because they've blown some leads. Um, but it's still very early in the season, so there's not a lot to really look into it in terms of what does this loss mean for the Capitals. But um, you, you'd like to see them play a little bit better, I think, in the overtime periods. Yeah, definitely. And uh, get right back at it tonight as they're uh, going to be – playing LA so moved from Anaheim to downtown Los Angeles to the Staples Center they take on the Kings uh, that's a puck drop at 10.30 p.m. will join I believe right about 10.15 when the pregame show starts after the Wizards game and the Wizards tonight they tip off at 7 o'clock against the Hornets that game down in Charlotte and Charlotte is a one point favorite I believe Real? did you see that it's, yeah Charlotte negative one yeah, interesting. And Bradley Beal back for the Wizards tonight. How much does he play? Disrespectful. It kind of is disrespectful, to be honest. But you know, Vegas knows, man. They they there's something. I don't know. Play. Vegas also thought the Buccaneers were going to beat Washington. So I mean, who wouldn't think that? That is true. But sometimes they they know on this stuff. So I don't know. Uh, but you know, obviously Washington you know, playing really good basketball and getting Brad back tonight. I would think they'd be favored in that game, so I'm a little bit surprised. But going on the road um, could have something to do with it, you know, playing in Charlotte tonight. Uh, then they'll play in Miami and then return home uh, on Saturday to host the Heat and host the Hornets. It's kind of funny there how that schedule works out, and then they'll go to New Orleans. So it's like they're playing all the same teams <laughs> for the next yeah. uh, few games for the Wizards. So, you know, Charlotte's a team, though, that is young. They have some talent. Obviously, Lamelo Ball is a uh, fun player to watch, and uh, you know it should be a pretty high-scoring game, I would think, based on those offenses and what they're able to do at times. Yeah, definitely, and something to look at. I don't know if it'll be tonight, um, but in the next couple games, I would think that Rui Hachimura makes his return to the lineup, rather you know, just a couple minutes at a time to get back into the NBA game. But you know, he's going to make a return soon, sooner rather than later. That was a article posted the other day uh it might be tonight because they don't rule they don't list them as out here yeah on the uh like little i don't know i did see something he was coming back and i thought it said wednesday against charlotte but now i don't see anything that says that well if he's back you know that helps tickets are seven bucks so you want to make the trip we (laughs) can't do that we got got shepherd women's where would you rather be right i mean shepherd a good young team uh, but, uh, you know, maybe if I was at my sister's house, I could make the trip. But, uh, you know, back to this game tonight, I, I think getting Rui back will help um, if he's coming back. But obviously, you know, this is a team that has so much talent uh, and so many different guys that can provide a spark that they haven't really missed him too much. Uh, Bertans is out right now. So you, you think about this team like, it's going to be tough to earn minutes. I think they might make a trade here at some point because especially at the forward position, you got Adbia, you got Rui, you got Bertans. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, some other guys that can play down there like Kuzma can swing between small and power forwards. So, I mean, there's a lot of forwards on this roster. They got Kispert, who's obviously their rookie. Uh, he's not getting a ton of minutes right now. So they might make a trade at some point if they can acquire a star player uh, which would certainly make them, you know, a, a contender, I would think. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, but we talked about this, you know, off the air the other night. You know, it just seems like the Wizards could be a good regular season team. Yeah, I, I don't expect, based on their current roster, like I, I think I even said this on the show, like I don't expect them to win a championship, even if they somehow end up being the one seed in the East. With their current roster, it, it's just not enough superstars, you would think, to win a championship, especially in the modern NBA where it's really just about superstars. So maybe uh, if they could make a deal and, and get somebody, but I don't really know who that would be because you know, who knows who's going to want out of their team. And, and it would have it to be uh, closer to the deadline, I would think. 
Yeah, definitely. Again, that's a 7 p.m. airtime tonight for the or 7 p.m. game time, 6:45 airtime right here on Talk Radio WRNR, and then the game, the Capitals game, will follow around 10:15 for the pregame, and 10:30 puck drop there. But we got a, about a uh, about two minutes left in the show. Talk a little NFL as Joe Flacco. The former Ravens starting quarterback, long removed Ravens starting quarterback, I feel like now. I feel like it's been forever. Uh, he's going to start. 2018? I just feel like it's been longer than that. It's because he got hurt during yeah. that season, so Lamar kind of took over at that point. He's going to start for the Jets against my, the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. That's what uh, it's according to Coach Robert Sala today. Uh, Mike White, who threw four picks. Uh, is not a will serve as backup and Zach Wilson not ready as he's trying to return from a second degree PCL strain. Yeah, not really huge news here because he's playing for the Jets, but it is Joe Flacco, yeah. who of course played in Baltimore and was a great quarterback for the Ravens. Well, good quarterback, I guess. Great might be an exact Super Bowl winning quarterback. He had a great uh, stretch, and he really was. You know, pretty consistent over his first six years in the league, and then he got paid, and they obviously lost a lot of his weapons, and he kind of fell down uh, slowly. But yeah, you know, hey, hopefully he does good for the Jets. I'll be rooting for him. Hopefully he does good for the Jets. He played for him last year. Didn't really do much. He's wearing 19 though, so maybe he's trying to get his Baltimore back in Johnny U. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we got one. We got a little bit under a minute left. Uh, interesting news: Staples Center. Getting new namings rights in L.A., they will become the Crypto.com Arena in a reported $700 million naming rights deal set to start on Christmas Day. Uh, NBA continues to get into that crypto world. Yeah, I don't like that. I like the Staples Center. It's a good I name. know. The Staples Center is just so iconic. That name is just so iconic. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for the Wednesday. That's a long thing to say, yeah. too. Crypto.com Arena. Uh, that does it for today's edition of the Sports Mix. For uh, Jenna, Jenna Eckleberry for coming on, for Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Dupuy saying so long. We'll talk to you tonight at 5 p.m. on talk, on TV on WRNR TV on YouTube and TV 10 in, on Comcast in Jefferson and Berkeley counties for Shepherd Women's Basketball as they host 